Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode six of the Deep Drive in the Left Field podcast. My name is Jack. I'm uh, otherwise known as Emily Nerds on Instagram, and I'm here with my co host, Ryan Garcia, otherwise known as Ryan Garcia ESM on Twitter. Today we're going to be talking about a few things. Uh, should MLB introduce a salary cap floor? Um, the Mets trade rumors, could they go get another third baseman in their starting pitcher? We'll be all, all of us, including the two producers, Jackson Del Rosario and James Valentinus, will be giving our top 10 third baseman. And we'll be going over ratios and trivia, the usual stuff. Let's get into it. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Getting it started with the salary cap floor argument, this is this has been a thing, a common theme throughout uh, pretty much all of baseball. I, I want to say like the last few years, it's been sort of an argument, should MLB have a salary cap, should have a floor, just because small market teams refuse to spend. And this is actually something that I have a post on for MLB Nerds Instagram. Go follow if you already don't. I'm pretty sure you already do, though. It's likely coming from there. Um, if you, uh, yeah, it's going to be out tonight. You'll probably see this later. You've already seen the post probably. But my thoughts are that we should have a salary floor. And I've heard arguments like we should have the salary floor depending on the market. But at the end of the day, um, uh, at the end of the day, teams are going to, the big market teams are going to spend 170 plus to $200 million per per season. Even if they don't hit the luxury tax, still $200 million a lot. The problem is teams like the Tampa Bay Rays who are spending what, like $35 million, $40 million a season. It, the, the, the problem is, you know, they, they're striking out on free agents because they're not willing to spend anything. They're not completely, I don't want to say Tampa's like that, but I know Oakland's not the biggest destination for, uh, for uh, free agents just because, you know, the market and the, and the tax. Florida would be a bit more, um, uh, probably a bigger destination because of the state tax, but it depends on the player. Um, but uh, like I was saying, though, I, I, there should be a salary floor for me. Just it doesn't allow owners to be cheap who can spend. Because every fucking owner can spend over sixty-five million dollars on their team. They're they're all billionaires. John Fisher, the Oakland A's, worth two point seven billion dollars. He spends nothing. It's been like this forever. It needs to change. Ryan, what are your thoughts? Uh, personally speaking, I think there needs to be some sort of a salary floor. Something to just kind of boot out all these ter- like because then if you have a salary floor some owners are going to sell their teams most likely if they don't want to pay either a they're going to sell their team or b actually start paying up to those salary floors and if we start putting pressure on horrible owners to actually be decent at what they're supposed to do because when you buy a franchise you're buying it with the hopes of uh, well when you're buying it the whole purpose of being an owner is to improve the situation to improve the uh quality of um team and to in, in uh improve the quality of enjoyment and improve the uh, likelihood of enjoying what the products on the field. If you're an owner and you're supposed to do that, that is your responsibility in my eyes, at least you're supposed to better the game of baseball on your team, whether it be through improving the stadium, whether it be through improving uh, the facilities for the players, improving the quality of life for the players or improving the product on the field, you have some sort of responsibility to actually make the what's going on in your franchise better. And there are so many owners who haven't done that. Uh, One owner, one ownership, uh, one team with bad ownership as well. You didn't bring up the the uh, Cleveland baseball team or Cleveland Indians. I, I don't know how we're going to refer to them here, but uh, they have terrible, terrible payroll issues. They do not spend a dime. I think their payroll is lower than Bowers' eight, uh, $40 million this year. Uh, so that just goes to show how bad 
they are at spending money. They just shipped off Lindor. They shipped off uh, Carrasco. Uh, coming up soon, they're going to ship off J-Ram. They shipped off Bauer. They've shipped off Clevenger. They're just constantly shipping off players. And they've sold this idea of we can treat our fans as terribly as we want as we want, and trade as many superstars as possible. And there's no one holding us accountable uh, and stopping us from doing that. I want to talk about the Indians real quick because they've spent money in the past. Uh, and I think you're sounding a lot like Fuzzy. Fuzzy from YT on Twitter, Fuzzy on Twi- on, on YouTube, who I disagree with a lot. I, I think it's terrible that he's the the main guy that represents uh, the majority of the the MLB online community because he just does so so little research. When when he ever, when he you know he makes an argument, baseball argument, he's just a little research research. Excuse me, and it, it really paints a bad light on the community. I feel like from time to time, um, they they sign Edwin Arcanarcion, and these are guys like like they've signed plenty of players. Uh, they just, they, they haven't signed similarly like, like to the, the Colorado Rockies. They're pretty similar in that the main guys that have made impacts on them are guys they've had for a while, like a la story, Arenado, not guys like Brian Shaw, Jake McGee, who I love Jake McGee. Now he was pretty ass with Colorado, but I think my biggest takeaway from the, this whole thing is also, we shouldn't be celebrating teams like the Rays who spend so little money and make the world series. Like that's really cool that analytics are implemented in the game. And, you know, even like with their, you know, minuscule pay- payroll, they're still able to make the World Series with Charlie Morton to give almost half of it. But it's not a positive. Uh, it's really not a positive for the game. Because imagine if they, if they just increased their payroll by like $30 million, imagine how much better that team would be. And I just think that, at, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it, it, it's a real, it's a big problem and it needs to be fixed in the salary report. Well, I mean, I think one point to be made here also is that, you know, it's really just a matter of like, I I don't want to get too like technical here, but I mean, is it really okay that the Cleveland, that the Cleveland Indians traded away a starter uh, that had $12 million on his uh, contract? Yes. Uh, 12 million. I I mean, no, no, I understand. No, no. I'm not saying that the, well, with that being said, I mean, they're like as currently constructed coming into the off season, could they have won the division? No, I don't you don't think, so. think they could? No, no, not like right now. I mean, like coming into the off season, they could not have. I don't if know. They were, I, it, it depends on what they sign. Like if they were able to, if they kept all the boys, and they went one because the odds are they're not going to be able to resign Lindor, obviously. And you know that's pretty fair. No, I, no, I Lindor. Be, yeah, Lindor being traded that's fine. I think it's fifteen, ten million. I wouldn't give a ten year deal. I, I wouldn't. I, I, right. It is. Um, but do I think they could have made a run at the division? I mean, you got the Twins, you got the Royals, you got the Tigers, and the other team. White Sox. The other team, yeah. Okay. The other team. I don't. I don't know. Like, I. I think it would be pretty much. I think it'd be pretty close. I think it really depends on. Uh, uh, they could like sign on their back because their lineup was so atrocious last year. And like I said, I didn't have a problem with the Indians whatsoever trading Lindor. And <laughs> it's not like they got a terrible package for a guy that they didn't get a terrible package for a guy that, that guy that's an expiring deal. They throw in Carrasco. I think they could have gotten a lot more for Carrasco if they put him in a separate deal. That's what made no sense to me. I, I don't. I guess they really like Jimenez and Jimenez, and Mets wouldn't do it unless they got Carrasco in the deal. Um, well, so Jimenez is a good player. Like he's a good. He's defensive good. No, no, don't get me wrong. He, he's good, but I just don't think. I think they could have gotten a lot more if they they traded them separately. Like potentially the Yankees. You know, the Yankees could use a top ten pitcher, top eleven pitcher, top on a big contract. That would be pretty cool. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, we were, go ahead. I, what I was gonna say was like. 
Lindor, the Lindor trade made all the sense in the world. Like he, yeah, it was not like at that point, don't do that. Just go out and get one of the, if you would have had Jimenez and you think about it, Lindor didn't hit that well last year and they still were able to be a really good team. Despite the fact that Lindor was terrible. Is that a 100 weighted runs created plus or like 105, something like that. If Jimenez is like a 90 weighted runs created plus with good defense, it's not going to be as good as Lindor's. You're just, you're somewhat close to what you had there in 2020. Uh, but the issue is things like, why would you sign Eddie Rosario over Jock Peterson? What, like, what was the point of that? Like, you didn't want to spend, you gave Eddie Rosario, who literally can't was, play the field. Like, that that's, that's the type of move that don't make sense to me. Why would you bring in Eddie Rosario? Like, it's just like incompetence. It's not a big thing. With but the that's my point. Cap, given that Peterson was paid less, that's just incompetence. And I, I just, it is what it is. And I'll that also add it. that Cleveland if you're played, not spending enough money on analytics, that's, that's part of it. Yeah, I agree about that. I, uh, but also Cleveland played the, the, the AL and NL Central. The two worst divisions in baseball probably last year. I mean, yeah, but they were like, they were one Brad Hand choke job away from going to a game three with the Yankees who went to a game five with the Rays and were one Aroldis Chapman choke job away from at least having a shot in the to go to extra innings. I, I don't know. I, I still think also Bieber got like fucked up by the Yankees. And he's still a good pitcher. Don't worry. I'm not going to be one of those people that thinks no. he's, he's bad because he plays. Bieber uh, got his shit stomped, bro. You're, uh, wait, wait. Can Ryan, you repeat what your fuck, point? Dude, your audio is messed up. Ryan, your yeah. internet is you like autism. Oh, it's my bad. Um, uh, I, I don't know why. It's like, way. that's weird. Whatever. Um, I'll, I'll just pretty much conclude this part of the uh, the segment here. Um, Emily needs a salary floor. It's not good to celebrate teams who don't spend any money. The owners got to go if they can't spend 65 plus mil. Getting into our next segment of today's podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, MLB PA rejecting MLB's offer uh, about whatever they wanted with the expanded playoffs in the 154 game season being pushed back a month and having a typical 162 game schedule, everything starting on time with no universal, you know, no universal DH, but seven, uh, two, seven uh, with the seven inning doubleheader thing. And all the other stuff we had last year besides University H. I'll just preface this with we all fucking hate no University H. Nobody likes that. It's it's stupid. But you know, at the at the end of the day, um we're, we're gonna <laughs> excuse me. At the end of the day, it's a bargaining chip, and there's like a go, there's likely gonna be a strike uh in 2022, and we're gonna have a long delay, and they might not even be a fucking season, if I'm being honest. Uh, because um owners they, they want to expand the playoffs but they don't want to compensate the players for the extra games but players don't mind if they're getting compensated for it and the fans don't want to explain expanding the playoffs because it's, it's stupid it takes away the value of a regular season regardless ryan what are your thoughts uh well first off um i think it's just another example of the owners like they have there's no accountability like they don't have to do anything to make the game any better and those guys employ the commissioner manfred who a lot of people dislike uh including myself um, and so, I mean, what, what reason would the owners have to like make the game better? I mean, they don't have any reason to do it. They can make yeah, the gobs of money because they, Dude, all they have to do. Money. Yeah. They they, Manfred literally incentivizes being a horrible owner because you just make a crap ton of money and revenue and you get like, like a lower market teams, like the Rays and A's get so much money off of teams going over the luxury tax. Like it's you're, if you're a terrible owner, you're rich and you're just making like, you're using like a team as like a side, uh, a, a side thing to get money from it's so easy to in major league baseball and then you can like be and then you don't have to care about the sport because like i mean why would you manfred's not really gonna do anything about it and so you know 
universal dh i mean why would we want to see actual hitters why do we, i mean we want us obviously we want to see pitchers go up there swing and miss look like freaking eighth grade hitters up there uh that's because bartolo cologne hit a home run once in 2016 oh my god yeah wow i want another to see reason uh, to pitchers hitting there's so many yeah. reasons to hate Portola Colon, but there's another reason. Yeah, that's uh, I don't I don't really care. Incited this this anti-universal DH movement by the people who like to see him hit. We we're we're gonna see Bartolo Colon come back and hit another home run. Yeah, wow. Like I don't care. Like I really couldn't care about that one time, like randomly in a season, the pitcher hits a home run. Like Madison Bumgarner is regarded as one of the better hitting pitchers, and he's horrendous at the plate. Like his weighted runs created plus, he makes Tyler Wade look like Barry Bonds. Like it's, it's, I mean, that's an exaggeration with Bumgarner, but with like other pitchers, like other pitchers are so bad at hitting. Like I'm pretty sure the average negative weighted runs created plus are pitchers in the negatives. I'm like very confident on that. So you're basically having an automatic out for any pitcher. Like imagine it's games. It's like, a, it's like a game seven, the NLCS. And uh, in the fifth inning, there's runners at the corners, two outs. And because the pitcher is dealing at the key minute, he just strikes out. Like there's no, there's no drama there. There's no nothing. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. This is just this is just terrible. Bad for baseball. Terrible for the sport. It is what it is. Hopefully there's no strike, but there's going to be a strike likely. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's really not much else to say about this, really. It, it is. It sucks. We all know the owners are, are – we don't like the owners. We don't like Manfred. And the players are rightfully so declining their deal because they deserve to get paid for the amount of games they play, especially nationally televised playoff games. So – that's I'm going to make this cool. bad joke. No, I'm cool. making this bad joke. Making if we're going to have a strike, yeah. Adam Ottavino can't be in it because he's <laughs> That's a terrible joke. I'm going to stop. I don't it's like a terrible it. joke because I have PTSD from Ottavino. And- Bro, we're <laughs> in Buffalo. <laughs> that was the this greatest guy, joke job I've ever seen him. Outing, he can't throw strike. You know, Boston. Bro. Yeah, have fun. No, have Boston's fun turning him to like the greatest reliever ever, and he's going back to like prime Colorado auto Vino. Oh, prime Col- getting, oh, Colorado, and then he's gonna get traded to the to the White Sox, and then he's gonna like strike out Judge to end the ALCS in Game Six. It's no, gonna be something stopped. crazy. Like oh, you said bro. about Shafin, uh, you resigned with the Cubs, so bro, but you know that you know that would be like absolute like that's like out of your nightmares or something like that happened. If auto Vino went for my the nightmare Red Sox, is the, the White Sox. Sox. My nightmare would be auto Vino gets traded no. to the White Sox and like, wins Cy Young. Cardinals White Sox World Series. You would like not. You would like get so. You I would not be able to. The Cardinals as much as you think I do. I would. Bro, like, you would have to deactivate. Or the Mets and the White Sox. You would deactivate. Probably. I don't even hate the Mets. I don't even. Nah, I don't think you hate, hate the Mets either. Let me guess. I Braves. Braves. The White only Sox. Team that I, I genuinely despise is the White Sox. There's no other team. Other teams. Braves. Like what? Fan base. Bro, I. I don't like their fan base. <laughs> if I wasn't a Yankees fan, I would hope for a White Sox like Braves World Series just to see your reaction. But I can't. Like when the if maybe if like the Yankees have to tank in a few years, I would want that to happen just to see your reaction <laughs> like if they, you you if the white Sox be, win the world series this year i'm deactivating like you're never finding me on social media again i'll never like tweet ever uh you you can you i will like i'll go live in a desert or something i'll cut off my internet like you're never finding me on any social media platform ever again for our next time on today's podcast we're gonna be doing our third base top 10 list or top 10 third oh, yeah. base list. excuse me this is gonna be including upside down james valentinas or he's not upside down anymore uh, and Jackson Del Rosario, the two producers of this podcast, we'll do this like we had the we did the the starting pitcher and right field list, all uh, a real name at each spot, and then we'll uh, debate about it, and then we'll do a combined list. So at number ten, I have Yankees third baseman Gio Urshela. 
I have Eugenio Suarez. I don't know how to pronounce his full first name for some reason. Eugenio. 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 Yeah, Eugenio. 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 Chill. Chill. All right. I have I have Yankees third baseman Gio Urshela as well. I got Mr. Big Scoops, Rafi Devers. Wow. Nice bias. Coming number nine, I have Chicago Cubs third baseman Chris Bryant. That's also where I have Chris Bryant. Same here. I have Bryant at nine. Not Wait, bias. From the Cubs. I don't have from Chris the Mets. Bryant at nine. I got the other side of Chicago, Yuan Moncada. What the fuck is wrong with you? At number well, eight, I have <laughs> third baseman Josh Donaldson. I also have Josh Donaldson of the franchise who hasn't won a playoff game since I was born. I also have Josh Donaldson of the Minnesota Twins. I don't have Josh Donaldson. I got Mr. Manny Machado. At number seven, I have San Diego, Slam Diego, annoying fan base Diego, Padres, third baseman, Manny Machado. I also have Manny Machado of the Fraudres. I also have Manny Machado of the Padres, who are going to beat the Dodgers this year. Yep. I have Mr. Bringer of Rain, Josh Donaldson. At number six, I have free agent, future brewer, third baseman, Justin Turner. Uh, I have future Somerset Patriot Justin Turner also at this spot. I have future national Justin Turner at this spot. I have future, I don't know, Justin Turner at this spot. At number five, I have newly acquired San Diego, San, San Diego, excuse me, St. Louis Cardinals third baseman, Nolan Arenado. Dax would kill me for this. I have no, not do it. Five. Um, no, 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 <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Move on. James, who do you have? I have Arenado okay. at five. Jackson, who do you have? I also have Mr. Nolan Arenado at right, five. There you go. Uh, at number four, I have Cleveland Indians third baseman, Jose Ramirez. I have uh, Jack's favorite third baseman, Nolan Arenado at four. I have uh, Matt Chapman at four. I have Mr. Matt Chapman at four. At number three, I have Oakland Athletics, future best third baseman, future Yankee, future top two player, or three, I don't know, depending on where you want to put Judge, uh, Athletics third baseman, or, uh, Matt Chapman. Uh, I'm the first person, I guess, in this segment talking without being on drugs. I have Jose Ramirez at third. I have top 10 player in baseball, Jose Ramirez at third. I don't have him top 10, but I do have Jose Ramirez at third as well. And number two, I have Houston Astros, not Trastros, not Cheaters, just the fucking Astros. Like, like, get just get over it, really. Houston Astros third baseman Alex Bregman at two. I have Anthony Rendon at two. I do too. I I got I I, I converted, I converted Ryan to the Bregman is better than Rendon train. That's so sad. Yeah, I got Bregman too. And number one, I have New York Yankees third baseman Miguel Andujar. Who do you have, Ryan? I was going to say that. I hate you. I have Alex Bregman. You took my joke, bro. I have Alex Bregman at one as well. I, of course, have Anthony Rendon. Top five player in baseball. Yeah, I, I have, have top five. He, I have him as a top five player in baseball, that too. That wasn't evident already. Who, Rendon? Yeah, I have both of them uh, top I, Yeah, I think player. I have Rendon and Bregman, really, on my, on my top Anyways, five. my biggest problems with this list, you guys – Whoever said Matt Chapman was for it, fuck you. But we've already had this yes. 10 times. So Ch- Chapman is not me. as He's good not as Ramirez. I don't care. I don't what care. What does he do? But Wait, time out. Okay, time out. Jackson, time out. what the fuck are you thinking with Devers who cannot feel for his life at 10? 
There, all right, he's gonna stay in Boston, which he can hit well there. Oh, he's gonna stay in Boston. Oh, there you go, Boston. Yeah, okay. Boston is it's perfect for him. He's got like two hundred hit Boston, seasons. Okay. Like Boston. he might break like the hit record. You don't know. You don't. And Urshel is gonna stay in New York, where he's perfect there. Wait, I have a question, Jack. Uh, Jack, if th- okay, you're talking as if third base is the most important defensive position in baseball. Yes. Well, no, I'm not actually. I'm, I'm not. It's Down it's not. It's just as important defensively in full season position adjustments on fan graphs at second base yes i know it's not as important matt so chapman, then why though, are we I, listen okay I'm, I'm definitely you know on the overhype with matt chapman being a top yes two top you are player. yes I, you I, are. Still, I think three is a pretty justified position the reason why I'd no. say potential, you, you, people have made the argument and you can go people have made legitimate arguments max greenfield included your boy yes, i know as My matt boy. chapman's a top three player now do i agree with that no do i think if he can raise his wrc plus to like the 140 range, it's already 130. If you can raise it to 140, I'm not saying it's likely. I'm not saying it's going to happen. If you can raise it to 140 and he's going to have, you know, 66 DRS, maybe more over three years, then I'd absolutely consider him to, to be a potential top three player. And it's not that, you know, I understand third base isn't the most defensive, you know, it's not the most important, but at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, it does matter defensively. And also, then why is DRS, Arenado higher? If the, why he's, is the, he's higher, he's one of the best defensive players in the league. Well, he's not better than, first of all, he, he's an ounce of average. He's better I'm not looking than, at, you know, I'm, not, I'm looking at combined, well, not combined, but I'm looking at both OAA and DRS in this particular right. instance. Uh, I'm not looking at UZR for inter- infielders, just saying, um, but. As for, for defensive run save, Chapman is plus 26 as opposed to Arenado playing less innings. I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's played less time since 2018. Since 2017, I'm pretty sure it would be pretty similar, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, also, Arenado is a worse hitter than Chapman. Uh, we'll see. You know, and what, I'm, I'm where? not going to count out the fact that he could easily Explain move it. up. He, he is worse play. as and what's a He's a worse hitter in pretty much every uh, hitting category. You're going to uh, use X Woba and weighted runs created plus, right? Two stats that, you know, are overly harsh on course field. No, I listen. You gotta let me. You gotta let me. You gotta hear me. Okay, out. go ahead. Yeah, I was yeah. totally. I was about to say I could easily see Chapman making the. Not excuse me, not Chapman. Arnold making a jump uh, to either four or three, depending on what kind of season he has next year. We'll see, and it's going to be pretty tough to to predict because we haven't really seen star players besides really Larry Walker, you know, come out of Coors Field and 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 be elite. And maybe that's just because there haven't been DJ Lemayhew. Who? Yeah, DJ Lemayhew. DJ Lemayhew. Besides, but that was know, a different. That was also a different situation. Yeah, because also Yankee Stadium, he's the porch. It's not a hitter-friendly yeah. ballpark. I'll be very clear about that, but he does have the porch. He's built happen. for that place. He's built for the place. So we'll see how it goes with Arnau and Bush. I'm not going to count out his WRC plus you know, jumping up 20 points and his DRC plus dropping 15 points. It's going to be weird to, to see what happens because obviously the core's hangover is a 162-game full-season effect, whatever you want to call it. I think Arnau is definitely more in between his, his uh, deserve run created plus and uh, – way runs created plus in terms of overall hitting talent so i i guess we could say about the 128 130 range uh i think that's pretty fair to say i still think chapman's a slightly better hitter even if you disregard the cores whatever the cores effect does with wrc plus and you want to you know scale that back a bit uh and we'll see like i said I'll, i'll keep reiterating we'll see how it goes next season uh also you know arenado and chapman walk pretty much almost at the identical rate so like again i'll, I'll keep saying it we'll see what happens next season easily see you know them switching making a jump chapman making the jump to one iron making the jump to one uh but we'll see i also 
just to clarify, I did have Rendon at one. Miguel Andujar is not top 50. So yeah, he is. Yes, he is. There. Yes, he is. He's, top he's, one. he's so good. Never mind. I uh, just don't understand how you can have people between Arenado and Chapman. Yeah, Especially I don't Ramirez. Like, I don't That's understand how Chapman is better so, than Ramirez. It makes no sense. In the grand scheme of things, I have them relatively close to each other. And it doesn't look like that, just given that I have on, on you know, looking at my list, you know, I did my top 100 list. I had Arenado at 23 and I had Chapman at 11. But I want to, like, clarify that and, and I had Ramirez at like 16 or something like that. And Which I, makes I no clarify. sense. Ramirez well, is significantly clarify. better clarify. offensively than Matt Chapman. I'd like to clarify. Exactly. I'd like to clarify. Would you let me clarify? Clarify. Because right. you'd still be wrong. Players, pretty much players from the eight, no, the, the nine position from Chris Sale to like fucking 25. Let me check my list real quick. I'd put them on pretty much the same tier of player. And I know I've said this before. I'm going to just go back and make sure I have the right players. Yeah, I'd say the players on from from a uh, nine, which is Chris Sale, all the way up to I'd say twenty three with Arenado. I'd say they're all in the same tier of player. And I had zero problem with honestly any of them could be anywhere. I, I really don't see besides maybe Harper. I'd probably keep Harper in that twenty two range, but or twenty three, twenty four, wherever you want to put him around there. I, I kind of look back and I kind of regret putting uh, Harper behind in front of Arenado. I probably should put Arenado in front. Uh, but I just think any of those guys can be pretty much in the same tier of player, and I'd have no argument. I could see Arenado at 11. Would I complain about it? Likely. But would it be necessarily super wrong? No. Like, I, I don't think he's that good. I think Chapman's still slightly better. I still think Ramirez is better, slightly. But, you know, again, I could see the argument for really anything here. And I, I think also, in the grand scheme of things with positionless, there are so many ways you could go just depending on what you care about more defensively. Offensively, yeah. there's cumulative value in terms of war. And yes, I understand I have somebody between them. But like I said, uh, it's not necessarily, I don't want to say it's necessarily such a big discrepancy. I don't want to put like a, a massive gap between them. And it, you know, if you want, you, you consider for me, you could consider Arenado, you know, 16 and Chapman 14. Anywhere around there is fine. I, I don't really have a problem with it. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much all I'll say on this because that's my reasoning. And if you don't, you know, like it, that's, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'll say it's it. not. I'm not. Right, I'm not gonna, like when he when he explains it like that. When he explains it like that, I, I can I can I can see his point. It's hard to I don't agree with it. When you guys but, are like coming at me, you know, five on one. That sounds wrong. But when you guys are coming at me five <laughs> on this, one in a fucking message. Like, well, it's it's, it's, it's only two is. of us. Jackson hasn't yeah. said a word. You know, I actually I'm saying like I'm saying in like a chat. Like let, let's say I'm. Oh, in the group chat, yeah. And you're you're coming at me like. You that's fucking hilarious. Moron. You, you that's, fuck, hilarious. You that's absolutely hilarious. Well, that no, it's, it's that you fucking want. It's you fat ginger. That too. Fat ginger. <laughs> Whatever. Obviously not the case anymore, regardless. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but uh... what, what I'm saying is, is mainly it's hard to sort of explain that environment. Uh, and I'm just saying like it, it could go anywhere from uh, you know, Ryan understands. I'm glad Ryan. Understands. Yeah, no, nah, I, right. I, I get his point. I don't agree with it. That's I have what, a question what, for you. Yeah, what's your question? For Jack. What's your question? How are you going to hate people who overuse X-Woba? I don't hate people who overuse x I do. I do. I do. I do, too. <laughs> I don't hate people. I do. I, you you disagree with them. Say. All right, there's a difference. I strongly hate Okay, X-Woba. fine. I, I don't mean hate them. I mean you disagree you know, with them, right? There's a difference between using X-Woba to the point where you're saying Josh Donaldson is better than Nolan Arenado or Matt Chapman, but there's also a point where you could use it. and it's that, that was a subtle shot. He has a be- he does have a better nickname. Is does that count? Is that like count? Like yeah, the bringer ring. That, that counts. Yeah, 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 that, counts. Guess, yeah. that counts. But <laughs> what I'm mainly saying is, if you're going to use X to differentiate a player, to say a player is you know the second best 
because the only argument you could use to say Josh Donaldson is a top three third baseman is ex Woba. We can't even use. Yeah, that. but he. But even I, then, I mean, it makes no play. sense. Yeah. He literally doesn't play. Like he played fifty five games, then he played one hundred fifty five, yeah, and he played twenty. Like, that's I'm saying that was the the said person because I am talking about a particular person who uses. Yeah, it. we know. We know. Yeah, who you're no, talking we know. About. Like, you guys know what I'm talking about. I, I, I don't. I, I just I, I wouldn't use that argument. And like I said, Xwoba is help, it's helpful to a certain extent. DRC plus is probably better for the same uses that Xwoba is, is used for. Depends I, on what you're doing. Graph to, uh, I'll have so I make somebody I can make a graph. Jackson make a graph about what's more predictive over the past three seasons, four seasons, whatever. With the dead ball, let me excuse about the dead ball, the juice balls. But I uh, I don't have a problem with it. like I still use it a bit. Like I don't I, I still look at it. I, I still consider it a bit. I don't you know sit there and use it as eighty percent of everything. All right. Go down yeah. the leaderboard and and you know pick you know Howie Kendrick is like a top ten player because he's like ninety six. Well, we actually all thought we all used to think like we when we when we first when he went after that season we used to all think he was like some superstar. He's going to come into twenty twenty one just crush. He was, he was really, really good. good in twenty nineteen, yeah, but he's back. also thirty seven years old and playing yeah, half a season. We, we all kind of overrated back, him, and I'm kind of sad about how I used it because it looked really stupid. Like I'm although looking, I I, that, I never like, had him. Being it's that so because uh, I've obviously I never liked Xwell. I've obviously documented everything. I, I pretty much document everything that I post it. I, I don't like what I was doing back then. You know, I didn't really understand that you can't use it for over like, you know, 15%, 20% at most of things. If you're going to look at player evaluations uh, and DRC plus is better. So that's all I'll say about that. Anybody else have any other complaints? But other well, well uh, you, you yeah. cut me off there, but I had a question that was related question? to that. Without using anything that has to do with trash cans cheating whatever yeah, yeah. or exwoba let's go explain how alex bregman with a 10 10 point higher wrc plus since 2018 that's not weighted but uh whatever and oh extra what another win 1.2 wins is worse than anthony rendon okay i also so want jackson to get on this because i think jackson where, also had him above yeah jackson probably has a bit of a different reason but this is where no i, I didn't consider trash cans at all this is where bang, I do bang. consider uh -huh, hilarious. Of, yeah, funny, funny, bang, bang, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this is where, first of all, on my top 10 list, I had Bregman at six and Rendon at four. Again, another place you could put them, you know, anywhere in between. Uh, well, I would have Bregman at three and Rendon at four. That's, but... that's fine. That's fine. That's, that's... That, that works. I, I don't really care. That, I, that works for me. This yeah, is another really place good. where expected where, where DRC plus Xwoba, they come into play. Yes, I do understand Xwoba kind of fucks up fragment a bit because of the Crawford boxes and that's you know what is and his astronomically high pull percentage that he and does on actually, purpose yeah, so it's, much it's a happened. weird it's a weird yeah, it, thing. It's, weird. it's all fucked up but it, it is useful for some things and I do consider them again to be interchangeable uh obviously Bregman's a bit of a better defender uh but I'd say they're pretty similar there's not too much of a big gap there's a nine defensive run save big gap over the, the getting that big gap there's a nine DRS uh, over the past uh what is it two seasons three seasons Three, two and a half three. seasons, three and a quarter seasons, yeah. whatever you want to call it, uh, with Rendon. And then Rendon leads in uh, UZR by 10. Again, UZR, not the greatest. Dumb stat. Really. It's yeah. not dumb. It's just not the – It's not it's good for not... infielders. It's better for outfielders. Yeah, also, you got to consider, you know, if you care a bit about recency bias, um, Rendon was significantly better than Bregman in 2020. Uh, yeah, but in 2019, which you'd probably in a recency bias, like you'd use that in a way higher because 
a lot. Bregman was an MVP candidate. In if it wasn't for Mike Trout half being, yeah, if it wasn't for Mike Trout being like the greatest baseball player of our what generation, was, was Bregman, Bregman had a 169 WRC plus nice. and yeah. an 8.5 WAR. <laughs> in, Let me see what Rendon had real quick. And, Rendon had an F WAR. Rendon had a seven F WAR with a 154. Yeah. I think well, Rendell's really good though. Rendell is. I'm not gonna say that. Oh, and and that's with F4, which likes Rendell's defense more than DRS or yeah, o- I also, OAA. But I also I also think that going forward, the reason why I say recency bias matters in terms of 2020 is because it does help a bit with projections. And I do think Rendell projects to be a bit better going forward. Uh, Didn't Bregman get hurt though this year? Bregman I, only sure Bregman not, only played yeah, yeah, 42 games. Like I said, I, I'm good either way with either of them being one or two. And I never really considered that argument what you're making. And I'm not going to switch them because I do think Rendon is still better slightly. Um, but like I said, I have zero problem with them being, you know, interchangeable. And I think that, that happens with a, a lot of people take lists like, you know, you have two players back to back and, you know, or maybe one, one difference, a spot between them. And there's such a small spot at the end of the day that they could be exactly. either way. And it, it goes with top. It's like Cole DeGrom. Yeah. yeah Cole I think there should the be more tiers. tiers. The same like Cole and DeGrom are on the same tier. Yeah, I think yeah. I think tiers do a little bit more justice than actual rankings because no one's going to put 1A, 1B, 1C. Right, and then, but like, and then Ramirez, Chapman, and Arenado, I think, are like your second tier. Yeah, I think Turner would be much higher if he wasn't as injury prone. Like, he just doesn't have the sample size that either of the He's other two older. guys are. Yeah, there's that. He's got, just, he has a lot of injury issues. So and he I, has no teams. That's fun, yeah, too. Yeah, that hurts. No, he, he does. Know where it, do, it doesn't hurt, but you don't know where he's going to be playing, so you don't know I how know. that's going to affect him. I have inside information. Let me just check my source right now. Dude, I want to know who it is. the David sources? I want to know who it is. He got called out, too. He got absolutely ratioed. I want to know who it is. Does he actually have sources? Yeah. I'm so lost. What is it? How? I think he just DMs people on Twitter and asks. Yeah, I think no, I think he gets because like you really just have to talk to people who because like I was D I DM'd Brian Ho- uh, Hoke once. Hoke is it Hoke or Hoke? Hoke, Hoke right? Something like that, right? Yeah. Um, is I DM'd like, a I was Yankees like, writer. Beat yeah, writer? I once I, think I, I asked him about Brad Peacock once, uh, and then I was like, "Yo, how do you even get like information?" He's like, "Do you like talk to agents or something?" He's like, "Something along those lines." He obviously didn't go into depth with it, but uh, it's I'm pretty sure like. I mean, agents are going to obviously want to disclose that information so that they can, like, drive up the price. Like, right. hey, look, you know, this... And, and sometimes I think that's why some reporters get misled because they're like, yo, this team is in on this guy to try to drive up the market from the agent, and the reporter reports it, and then it comes out to be not to not be true. So, Yeah, but that, that, for some reason, it only happens to Bob Nightingale, but... I don't think it just happened. Like, Heyman. Heyman I reported, so I think. Bob, Bob doesn't I deserve don't. a job, but I feel bad he for doesn't. him. <laughs> I also like what what do uh, people that aren't agents get out of it like giving information like do they get anything they get money because they yeah can, like people in the front office that like I'm, no I'm pretty oh, sure no. the agent well the front office yeah. is leaking stuff on purpose too I I was listening to some to I think it was Michael Lombardi on the McAfee show and he was talking about that I know it's a different sport but Similar, similar they, concept, though. But similar concept, they leak information to try and drive down the price on players or drive up the price on players to see what they can manipulate the market. But I like I think, the Celtics just said, fuck it, and we're just going to leak it ourselves now. They just only report their own news. And then on I mean, top, like... That's I, probably I think, the, how they ended up getting Kemba Walker from the Hornets, and he sucks. And then they give Gordon suck. Hayward to the Hornets, and and he drops, God. what, 30? I'm, I'm all right, right giving Capital riots. Dude was one thing, <laughs> there. Dude was like, I was gonna bring yeah. up like 
He went off a, that day. He went off. All right, all right, back to baseball. When a player gets injured, like a Mike, like not Mike Talk, James Paxton, like the fact that the Yankees don't want to sign him is probably why his price, like no one wants to give him that much money because if the Yankees don't want to bring him back and they're the team he was just with and they probably have the most information on him, no one else is going to give him a, a, that big of a contract. So they're all just going to wait. the negotiation thing where they want to Bro, drive down Paxton's price. And the I really think. Back. I hope so, you know. This happened with DJ too, where like the Yankees were not going to budge on a price and no other team was going to budge because the Yankees didn't want to do it either. I think it's going to happen with Gardner too, where like no one's going to want to sign Gardner and Gardner's going to be like, yo, just give me a contract, man. And the Yankees I love me. I love Brian Cashman. Other than the fact he left me on, on red. But. The Dodgers do. I think the Dodgers are doing this with Turner too. No one's going to give him the contract Turner wants and Turner's going to end up going back to the Dodgers like I joke about him being a brewer but something like that's gonna happen unless the Mets just go and like just you know because they have gobs of money and a lot of money to use right now they go hey you got the, you Mets, the Mets do what they want yeah hey like, you want he's not a big upgrade over JD Davis yes he big. is yes he is it's not like a massive yeah, upgrade wait yeah. but it's, I, a ma- I it's a massive it's, upgrade it's going from but it might be going from Justin Tur- JD Davis to Justin Turner and then trading JD Davis for a valuable asset so that might also be it but I'm confused. It's, it's, it's a massive they, upgrade. They, 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 they has a 136 weight around good plus. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, but he, he can't, can't play, play defense. defense. Do you guys but, have any other uh, issues with anybody else's list? Yeah, besides, yeah, you know, yeah. Not signed, Where the hell is Moncada? Besides Moncada, he. I put Moncada at nine. Why, why is he top ten? He's not yeah. better than Gio Urshela. He's he's had the production. I mean, it's probably unsustainable. He's had the 406 bad. Let's not jump on him. Let's not jump on him. It's probably unsustainable. Let's He's start off. Hold on. Hold on. Can we have this same energy when you're talking to me? No. No. No, 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 None. Whenever I ask him a question, he gives me an answer. What are you when talking about? Question, no, this when you ask like me a, a question, when you ask me a question, you go, go to the comment section. Like, when I ask Jack, if I ask Jackson, I was right here, right now, no, if I ask Jackson, if I ask Jackson, Jackson, if I had, if I ask Jackson, Jackson, look, should I amputate my arm? He's going to give me an honest answer. You're going to say, like, go to the comment section. Go to Google, bro. I give me an honest answer. No, no, no. You're going to go to Google, bro. Go to the comment section. Jackson would give me an honest, in-depth answer on whether I should amputate my arm or not. So, like, because of that, everyone, no one jump on Jackson. Jackson, go ahead. Speak. Well, Urshela, I mean, besides 2019, he just had nothing before that. That's my problem. And was he good before that? But he's a top prospect. Yeah, he he yes. had the minor league numbers and, and like the the previous like acumen. He had Did two he war okay, but but Urshela was on or at least swore multiple multiple teams. So he and was like Urshela had a worse twenty nineteen. Urshela's also a way better. Defender. That's fair. Yeah, but Urshela mm-hmm. didn't have a 406 Babbitt in twenty. I'm saying it's probably unsustainable. But right, but I was gonna bring up like Suarez or Brian. Both of those guys. Why I weren't they Brian's were... probably 11 or 12 for me. Uh, Brian just, I don't know, his 2020 scares What was the Devers ranking? Hey, okay, red... his 2020 scares you, but he had the same war as Devers in half the plate appearances. And didn't with... Wakata stink this with... year too? Yeah. But I think he, he got he COVID, COVID, so. He, he got, got COVID, though, COVID so I think it's a little pass. different. Yeah, that's different. Um, well, Brian's Brian got like strikeout. Yeah, but strikeout DJ Lillian like, sucked. Flew up. DJ O'Neill nice. also got it in the beginning of the Bri- season. Bryant also only played 34 games. It's 34 games. And he was off to a horrible start in 2019, too. He did the same thing. That's and, obviously, and obviously, you wouldn't know that as well as I would because it's well documented within the Cubs fan base because 
because people hate him for no reason. As an honorary but, Cubs fan, you know, I, I remember it. But Oh, yeah, I remember honorary <laughs> Cubs fan. But, but, but Devers and Bryant last year, if you want to talk about how 2020 is concerning, uh, Devers had a 109 WRC+. Plus. Bryant had 77. Devers had 101 more plate appearances, and they had the same more. Devers is just so bad defensively that you – But he had a good 2019 defensively, but – I wonder why, what that was because he doesn't even play next to a good defensive shortstop ever. Like his OAA was, was pretty good. Best defender in 2020 at the catch position. Mm-hmm. Besides Austin Hedges, of course. <laughs> Hedges. No, wait, no, you said, right, you said right. the best defender. But Revise was the best defender catcher in 2020. Okay. Yeah, but Hedges, what? He, no, no, he's saying point. that it's there's flukes that can happen yeah, because like, well yeah no because Gervais is one of the worst defensive catchers in the league. But that was also 2020 compared to 2019 when 2019 was a really good defensive player. I don't know what happened with Devers in 2019. I guess his I defense was pretty good. Well, his his contact percentage in the zone went up eight percent, which helps. And his defensive no, run saved defense. per thirteen fifty innings yeah, got went a ton up. Like his. I don't know. If if you if you scale his 2020 to his 2019, I'm just doing math in my head, so it's probably wrong. But about Super negative eight, games. negative eight, negative 18 defensive run saves per 130, uh, 935 innings, 1350 innings, and negative 18 UZR. This gives me major Gary Sanchez's framing in 2018 vibes. When Gary Sanchez randomly was like, was a good framer, and then he just sucked at framing for the. In 2018, he was a good frame, and in 2019, 2020, 2020, he's elite. No, I'm just saying, like, it was so weird out of the blue. Like, he has his worst offensive season. Everyone wants him gone, but he's somehow framing at his best level. Like, it gives off that type of vibe where it's going to be a randomly good defensive season that had no – that no one – Who's Devers, 2019? Yeah, Devers is in 2019. I don't know if that's – Yeah, but he one. wasn't even that good. Like, he still had a negative 10 defensive run saved. Wow, really? I, I thought his outs of average were good, though. Pretty sure they were. Maybe. Six. Six. Yeah. Anyways, uh, nothing about that says good defender to me. Can somebody add up the the, the points to be? Uh, oh yeah, I did. Uh, right, Jackson so did. I expect Anduha to be number one. No, Andujar, All right, Andujar. I'll start at number one again, just because it's. Well, Bregman and Rendon will be tied, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's one. It's tied at first with Bregman and Rendon, and then at third is just not just Jose Ramirez, Aaron thirty-one Judge. points. And uh, Rendon and Bregman at 38 apiece. In fourth, we have Matt Chapman with 28. That's fair. Fifth, Noah Arenado with 25. That's, That's my top five in order. In sixth, we have Justin Turner with 20. That also matches mine. In seventh, we have Manny Machado with 15. Oh. In eighth, we have Josh Donaldson with 13. Good. Ninth is Chris Bryant oh, cool. with six. And in tenth, we have Gio Urshel. That's exactly my list. It's literally my exact list. I feel like I overrated Suarez a lot, and I didn't even I didn't really consider Gio to be number ten or number nine. Is that bad? Uh, Suarez is not that good. Like he's though. He just had one bad offensive season. He's he's uh, he's good, but he's a little bit overrated. I, I mean, yeah, probably, but I, I don't know. He feel I feel like I, I, I should have been – I maybe now looking back on it, I might have considered switching him with Urshela because I feel like Urshela and him are very similar baseball players, very similar. Anybody who thinks that Suarez is – and I've, I'm, I'm just saying this because I've seen this a lot – is better than Byron. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's actually crazy. Yeah, I agree. 
you know. Anyways, that concludes our top 10 third baseman. Let us know if you agree with us, uh, or with me in particular, because mine is the best list by far. Uh, yeah. I'm sure. At Deep Drive Pod on Instagram and uh, Twitter. That's it. All right. You Moving can... to our next segment of today's uh, podcast, we have trivia. I'm beating Ryan by a lot, and I won't go with the lead. So, James, take it away. Upside down, James. What's the trivia? All right. So for okay so the lead in the score i can check i sent it in our instagram chat i think it's 20 to 9 jack i think it's 20 to 9 jack leads yeah let's get it yeah 20 to 9 jack okay so in that case we'll start with ryan let's go actually no i have jack on top we'll start with jack uh willie mays played 22 mlb seasons how many all-star appearances did he make? That's an easy question. How many? 21. No. 22. Also, no. It's 20. It's 24. What? what? There was the two seasons, like the three seasons. It was four, it was four seasons. It was How like was 1958. Tonight. Oh, okay. Well, it's because wait, 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 Jackson wait, gave it to me last, and I had medium and hard filled out. So wait, no, tell me, wait, wait, wait. I have a question. How, wait, how do you have twenty four? I, I didn't. Because in fifty eight through sixty one years, nineteen fifty eight through sixty one, they had two All Star games. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, ja- Jackson told me to do with Hank Aaron, but I feel like we've had a couple of Hank Aaron questions, so I went with Willie. Yeah, I need the Hank Aaron one too. But all right, Ryan, you're Ryan's doing. easy question is. Which Hall of Famer was the oldest rookie in baseball history and MLB history? Oh, Satchel Page. Okay. 20 to 10. That's that was such really a, easy. That's so that was a bad. layup. That was a lay that was so easy. And my Okay, well yours yours was hard, but I was gonna make it something White Sox related, so be happy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, the Chicago baseball team. That's what we're calling them. 2021, the White Sox. Yeah. No, I was, it was it was about 2005. But who I is the? This, what? I say this as if I don't have the White Sox going to the ALCS this year. Yeah, they're not going to be the Astros, but that's besides the point. No, who is the either. who is the only Chinese-born active MLB player? For Jack, yeah. Chinese-born. Now I'm going to be very racist by names. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Like, this wow. is this is a trap. This is a trap. Did I, did I like mention him before? What do you mean? This we were like talking before about the guy the Red Sox just signed. Oh They're no, Japanese that dude, that dude is Japanese, and I even said that. No, oh, oh, do do we do we want to bring this back? How I pronounce the name, and then you're like, yeah, because you're Japanese, and I'm not. Right, is it is it? Who? <laughs> John Yamaguchi. No, he's also Japanese. Anything yeah, with no. like those like s- w- syllables that are like okay, you know, I'm not gonna explain the Japanese right, language, but I don't want to answer. I I feel like no, I, I okay, don't answer. No, no, we're I'm gonna, going to we're gonna call, no, I'm gonna call both of you racist after this. <laughs> okay, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm gonna do it. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna do a layup here. We're gonna do an obvious guy. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Josh Taylor. I'm not giving you. I'm not gonna be a racist. No, it's not him. It's not him. But my original thought was Sue Lin. It's not him. Is it Yoshi Hirano? He's t- no. Okay, again, 
Japanese guys. The Japanese language is so distinct versus Chinese and Korean. But 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 I thought it was Sue Lin. He's Taiwanese. There's some political stuff there. I'm not gonna get into that. But um it is Austin Bryce of the Oh LA my Braves, God, I believe. I, I do remember that. No, is he, no, that's not the guy on the Braves. I don't even know what team this motherfucker is no, on. He's on the Marlins, Red right? He's on the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah he's I, on the Red Sox. So, so you guessed the wrong Taylor. Red Sox reliever. Yeah. Yeah, but like, he, I wasn't he, gonna. He was born in Hong Kong. Yeah, but I wasn't gonna be like racist. So Which, I said Josh Taylor. Oh, and if, and if we want, if we want to be technical here, in 1992, Hong Kong wasn't part of China, Jackson, but it is what it is. Um, Ryan's medium. I can say I'm Ryan's medium is what player led the league in fastball whiff percentage in 2020? Oh, Jacob DeGrom. No, it's Austin Price. <laughs> you oh, did I fuck that up? I should have. I was supposed to ask Jack. Huh? Jack, Wait, did you hear not, what I said? I lose a, I lose a, a thing. You got to give me another question now. Wait, but time out. You didn't even time out. Time All right. Out, time you out. know what? Then I'll, I'll give him the White Sox question I was really going to give him. All right. Do I get a shot at this? No, right? No, because no. I fucked that up. Uh, oh. Who was the manager of the 2005 White Sox that won the World Series? So easy. Dude, I don't know White Sox history. I hate oh. How do you not know this? Jackson, that, Jackson said this wasn't an easy question. You're lucky I didn't make this an easy question then. Dude, was it, I, like, I won't get points, but I'll uh, guess it. Was it fucking Jack? I want to guess somebody. I think you might have been dead or retired by the <laughs> Say it. Say it, uh, no balls. Say it, no balls. Apparently, he has no balls. Bobby Valentine? <laughs> Is no. that Guillen? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How's I supposed to know that? Yeah, it's so easy. He's one That's of your favorite team. Players. He's literally one of the most famous managers in White Sox history. We definitely the I notable homophobe, right? Okay, but but, but there are also plenty of White Sox fans who wanted him to be their manager instead of Larusa this year. Yeah, so. dude, Ozzy Gans literally on the uh, broad, not the broadcast, but on, on like on the MLB Network or something. No, he's on the no no on the end. I don't know what channel they do it on, but it's uh they're the you mean the White show. Sox? Yeah, that's all CSN shit. Yeah, no, they. Like I know NBC he's on Sports. there. Yeah, I know he's I don't on know there. What with it's called Frank the only reason I know he's on there is because not only did he call it Nick Swisher there, but he also had the audacity to say James McCann should stay because he should platoon with Grandel because Grandel. You know what, Jack? Player. Jack ended up with an easier question because there's no way you were gonna get that Austin Bryce led the league in fastball with percentage. Yeah, in that's. You also didn't name that. Isn't he, he's not even a starting pitcher, so does he even qualify? Well, he led the league in fastball with percentage. I don't there's know. Jack's, up there? J- Jackson told me that, so I have no idea. Let me, let me actually, I'm going to Google this. Hold on. I, I feel yeah, like Austin awesome Bryce had like 50%. Okay, just go ahead. All right, Jack. All right. The Boston Americans won the first World Series in 1903. Who won the 1904 World Series? Uh... The New York at the end of the days. The New York Highlanders? Highlanders? Highlanders. That was their name before the Yankees. I thought it was the New York Americans before or something. No, like I'm pretty sure it was the Baltimore Highlanders, right? No, well, it it was it was not he played for Baltimore and he played for the Highlanders. I thought it was New York. What? It was not the New York. Yeah, they didn't even win it. Oh, I have a guess. Was it the Pittsburgh Pirates? 
No. Oh, okay. I can say it now, right? Yeah, you go ahead. There was no 1904 World Series. Why? Oh, okay. And 1905 was the New York Giants. So you guys oh, wouldn't have had that. 1904 World, World, Series, World Series. I have no idea. But the yeah. first one, they had one in 1903, and that was the first one, and then they didn't have one the year after. Okay. okay. Ryan, how many AL teams have never made an ALCS appearance in the 21st century? 21st name, century. Name them. Time out. What counts as the 21st century? 2001 to 2020? 2001 or 2000. I mean, 2000 and 2001 was the same team, so it doesn't matter, but or okay. at least yeah. one of them. But yeah. You uh, name- yeah, Yankees were both went to the ALCS in 2000 and 2001, and Mariners and and, and so did the Mariners 2000 yeah. and 2001. I yeah, think Yankees <laughs> Yankees beat a 116 win team that year. Um, uh, maybe 2000 was the Mariners. I'm not sure, but I don't think it was the Mariners that year. No, it was. It was. No, no, it was because the Yankees. I remember the Gary Sheffield home. The Sheffield. Yeah, home it run. was. It was. Yeah, because he hits a home run. No, David Justice hits a home run. And yeah, just home Justice run. was the ALCS MVP that year. Yeah, but he hits that's, a home run. So that's go. not the question. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, um, how no many ALCS appearances? A- no ALCS appearances, and then you have to name them. Okay, it's not any team from the AL East. Um, it's not the White Sox. It's not the Indians. It's the Twins. It's the uh, it's the Twins. The um. I'm remembering this when I get this wrong. But... Twins, uh, athletic, athletic. No, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Twins. A's are one of those teams. The A's did not make the ALCS in 2002. Um, it's the Twins, and it's the twi- Twins. The A- are you gonna stop me after I get all of them, or are you just gonna? No, you're gonna have to like say that that is your guess. Okay, is these teams. It's the Twins and the A's. Is that AL, your final you guess? You said AL. American Every League. AL team that has never made the ALCS. And no, the Astros were in the NL before, so not to worry about any switches. Uh, well, the, the Astros also made it like yeah, literally no, last season. But... Uh, so again, Indians made it. Uh, Royals made it. Tigers made it. Uh, White Sox made it because they won the World Series. Um, all the AL East have made it. Uh, and then everyone except for the uh, A's, I believe, have made it. So the is it the A's and the Twins? No. Oh, fuck. All right. The Twins are definitely a team that hasn't made it. Um, Angels won the World Series. Uh, 2002, they beat the Giants, Ryan. Were the Expos in the AL or the NL? They were in the NL because they immediately yeah. became the Nationals. Oh, I forgot about that. Twins. I'm, I'm, I'm not missing anyone. Athletics definitely made it now that I'm thinking about it. They had to make it at some point. Um, Didn't they not make it past, like, the wild card for, like, who? yes for Mad Long? Who? Who, Ryan? No, the A's. I don't think the Orioles made it. Dude, I don't think the Orioles made it. Rays made it. Yankees made it. Orioles, Orioles, Orioles. Did they make it? <gasps> I don't think the Orioles made it. What's that? I don't think the Orioles Ryan just realized something. Twins, Orioles, I guess. Did the Orioles make it? They made it was a Delman Young hit. All right, let's hustle up now. Yeah, let's hurry up. It was a Delman Young hit, so they did make it. Sorry. Twins, uh, and then ALL. Whole Central made it, I think. Yeah, Whole Central made it. I'm and I didn't give you a number. It could be any number of teams. I'm going to say it's the Twins. Just the Twins. All right. All right. 
So, first of all, the Orioles made it in 2014. Yeah, the Dominion Young, that's what I was saying. I just said just the Twins. The A's made it in 2002. No, they didn't. Or, no, 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 no. Did you the watch A's, the end of Moneyball? The A's made it in 2006. Happened? Do you remember they what happened at the end face. of Moneyball? Yeah. They when lost. the A's played the Twins and the They ALDS. lost to the Twins. Oh, the Twins won, yeah. you fuck! <laughs> it was no... So, so every single AL team has made it to the ALCS since 2000. And I don't know 2000. why I just auto-assumed the Twins have yeah, Thanks, Ryan. Well, it's because I I they haven't won a playoff game since since then. Well, okay. First off, Jack, you could just like not go on based on my opinion because you knew the A's made no, it. I know, I'm All right. So I know I fucked up the Bryce thing, but the theme here was supposed to be that they were all trick questions. Funny. That's uh, fair. And, and then I, I fucked right. up the th- and then I fucked up the answer that was supposed to be two different guys, but or two uh, two of the same guy, but did, did Jack get any of them? Jack winning by ten, so just like Jack did you got, get an answer to the question? Jack got zero points. I you only Ryan got, got one. one, so it's two. It's twenty to ten. Are you gonna thank your family? Thank God. And uh, all that I want, again? No, no, I'm not gonna thank my. I'm not gonna thank them today. I'm gonna thank. Uh, I'm just gonna thank. Um, I'm gonna thank Ozzy Guillen for managing the White Sox in 2005. Well, you don't get and... points for that. No, Shh. don't worry. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna thank, uh, you know, Jack for not knowing anything about the White right, Sox. Let's wrap it up here. I'm... Thanks for watching the trivia. No, no. I need to thank my family. I need to thank my parents. I need to thank God. Um, I, I did the transition. I'm thanking Nolan Arenado for being uh, better than Matt Chapman. Arenado. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go! Just go. My bad. Thanks, everyone, for watching. This is episode six of the Deep Drive in the Left Field podcast. If you like what you saw, leave a five-star rating. Go follow us on socials at deep underscore drive underscore pod. Uh, follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Garcia ESM. Follow me on Instagram at MLB Nerds. Uh, follow, subscribe to Ryan's YouTube, Yankee Stat Talk. And it's yeah. been a Deep Drive in the Left Field by Castellanos. So and we will see you next time. We're gone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.